Welcome, everyone, to the Microservices for Everyone podcast. My name is Tom Fanero. Let's take an energizing journey down the road of a growing paradigm in software design called microservices. We will be humanizing this rather elusive subject in a four-part series called Microservices for Everyone. Let's take the first tour and focus on the people who should benefit from microservices the most, the user. Enjoy. Welcome, everyone, to the Microservices for Everyone podcast, where we help you re-energize your business strategies. I will be your guest host today. My name is Ozil DeBastos, and this is a part one of a multi-part series on all things related to microservices. My guest today is a software developer and a technology startup creator who is dedicated to humanizing the concept of microservices. His mission is to simplify and amplify the value of microservices as applied to developing information technology systems. He's here to share with us why microservices matter to your technology development systems. Let's welcome our guest and the official host of this podcast, Tom Finera. What's going on, Tom? Oh, hi, Oz. Um, everything's going okay. Um, thank you very much for that introduction. Absolutely. It's an honor. Tom, before we get too deep into this topic of microservices. Can you please give us a brief description, a definition of microservices for everyone? Sure. Um, microservices, especially for everyone, is a methodology of managing and designing information solutions uh, into small as necessary modules. And I emphasize small as necessary, uh, not too big and uh, not too large. Um, bite size, um, if you will, and, uh, and building an architecture that's easy to understand, share, maintain, and definitely uh, with the ability to expand. Awesome. That sounds like a long time coming. It's the sign of the times. For our listeners, explain to us what is not a microservice? Oh, that's a good question, Oz. Um, it's certainly not a mobile or browser app or something that you can actually click on and see. Um, uh, those are often called UIs or user interfaces in uh, tech talk circles. Um, a microservice application is a back office virtual module that mainly, um, it lives in the cloud somewhere. Microservices is not exactly a new concept. Is that right? Has it been around for a while? Oh yeah, yeah, it's been around um, uh, in technology circles since around 2004. Um, in various think tanks, um, and since then has uh, been implemented by uh, you know very well-known names such as uh, Amazon, Netflix, PayPal, well, just to name a few. Um, and its adoption rate has been growing uh, at a considerable uh, rate. Why do you think microservices is growing at a fast adoption rate? Oh, information technology demands are becoming more and more complex, uh, and the need for more flexible and efficient ways of designing, uh, implementing, um, and growing the systems is becoming evident. Um, it's, just, uh, it's just becoming um, overwhelming at times. How did you come up to this point of needing to communicate the necessity of a microservice approach to business information design? 
through insights um, over the years uh, from both failures and successes. Uh, often, uh, we as software developers uh, and entrepreneurs can be very passionate about what we code and what we invent uh, to help people. Uh, but sometimes we are kind of blinded. Uh, we need rational processes and solid architectures um, uh, to guide us better. All right, Tom. So I am still curious. How did that lead you to microservices for everyone? Yeah, you know, everyone is the key word there. Um, and uh, the idea that executives, managers, analysts, um, and users um, can all participate in the information design system. Um, and, uh, and particularly those that energize the their business goals and strategies. Um, really, really keep them involved and inspired. Uh, so microservices um, have done um, well as a platform. Uh, as a result of doing that, it, what happens is you, you basically grow what's called an information map of how the company works um, and, uh, and how, they, how the company can work um, and allow... Um, everyone to, to be intimately involved in that process. Uh, and um, so, and these microservices can, um, are, can do amazing things. They can form uh, permanent relationships and unions and temporary unions. They can be reused several times. They can connect with systems outside the company um, as far as third-party vendors, partnerships, and um, in supply chains. Ah, uh, okay, I got it. So this brings us to the part of this discussion that deals with the people who need to benefit from information solutions. That's right. Imagine that. Imagine that. Tom, so how do you feel as strongly about the user participation in a microservices approach as the folks who build these systems? Oh, yeah. Um, I have a lot of strong feelings about that, obviously. Um, uh, and I've been at this for so long. Um, a, um, definitely a solid project management process. Um, like um, the uh, Scrum framework, which is an aspect of agile project management. And um, I don't want to get into the, the deep meanings of all that. Um, I'd rather discuss it from a common sense point of view um, that's, that's applicable towards um, people. Um, but generally, there's a Scrum master. Uh, it's kind of the resource person of uh, or project manager of the team. And then there's a product owner. And the, the product owner, or PO, um, is, uh, represents the user. Um, they they um, are kind of the liaison, so to speak, uh, for the user groups. Um, and try to involve them and try to help them. Of course, the users are busy with their, their everyday life, but the product owner can then be... Uh, uh, the, uh, the point person uh, for communication with the user. Um, so definitely uh, uh, a, a good, solid management process um, is very important. Can you begin to describe that experience and why it's important? Okay. Well, imagine um, you're Julie, the manager of a large customer service center. Julie is an energetic, aspiring young woman with uh, an MBA, She's led the call center for over three years, and um, upper management is asking her to increase her sales. 
8% annually. Does that sound familiar? Um, and uh, also the enterprise needs some um, access to certain key performance indicators, also known as uh, you know, KPI uh, through, you know, throughout a lot of industries. Um, and they need them in relative real time. It's not an uncommon scenario in, in uh, today's world. Ah, ambitious projects. So she's got her work cut out for her. She does, you know, but if, um, if the folks in information technology help her in a way that's um, informative and easy to understand um, and also intuitive, uh, I think um, success will usually uh, prevail. Okay. So what's next? So the Agile Scrum team helps uh, Julie find um, solutions to uh, increase sales and uh, also share uh, KPIs, key performance indicators. Um, okay, so the, the the main part of that help is um, is sharing with Julie and her team uh, what is called um, a microservices modular map, um, for the lack of better words. Uh, and um, there are literally softwares being developed right now that will map and track the... Um, the um, all the events and information that takes place in an enterprise um, and showing all the little modules working together. Um, and that map can be shared with Julie's team. So at a very, very kind of easy symbolic level, and they can basically then begin to see it almost like a, a menu of, um, of information that's available to them to, uh, to solve their problem. So... Uh, Julie begins to see um, information that can really, really help her uh, cross-sell additional services. And that is, then becomes her, uh, the seed of kind of her idea to increase uh, sales by 8%. Um, and then the product owner jumps in along with other members of the team, and they see that perhaps um, certain machine learning or artificial intelligence um, uh, algorithms could be used to actually um, forecast customer needs uh, and, um, and and detect patterns and uh, account histories. Wow, that sounds super exciting. Yeah, it 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 gives people you know an energizing feeling that they're part of this and they're part of the excitement of um, of the technologies that we all know are available right now. So that leads us to our next part of the discussion on the enterprise map, as you call it. And where does that come from? But let's take a short break. All right, we are back with Tom Fanera with a further discussion of microservices for everyone and how to re-energize your business strategies. Hope you guys are enjoying this conversation so far. Tom you discuss the enterprise map. Wow, that's a big term. Can you please elaborate on that? Yes, of course. Um, the enterprise map um, is really a result of an organization uh, implementing microservices as a as a as a way of life or uh, or as a platform. Um, it's a company wide initiative that modularizes every aspect of business um, into these small modules of information, you know, representing its business workflow and its everyday events and act, uh, activities. Uh, 
and um, it essentially um, is the company information DNA. Wow, that sounds powerful. Sure. Uh, then you uh, you start attaching artificial intelligence or machine learning um, to augment or enhance um, those events and modules, and um, you hopefully start becoming um, super smart in the way you conduct business. So going back to Julie, what's next for her? That's a that's also a very good question. Um, well, these days you um, you can never meet just once. Uh, in the Scrum um, uh, process um, requires um, the team to meet reiteratively um, or repeatedly. Um, you can't just have one, uh, you know, a few meetings and walk away and think that you've got it nailed. Um, so um, you really, really kind of refine the target of success by meeting repeatedly um, and testing, refining, testing, refining. So do you mean more meetings? Yes, this is referred to as sprinting. Um, uh, sprinting to the sprinting to the finish line, so to speak. Um, the Scrum project manager, um, you know, will actually um, schedule those and compose the the content and the, the objective um, for those um, to to keep the uh, to keep the team focused and organized. So I get what the enterprise modules that exist in a quick test can be assembled. Yes. Um, what's nice about breaking things into you know, palatable modules um, like microservices is that um, you can mock up scenarios that embody the solution without you know, implementing the full software solution. Um, you can do things like unit testing or partial testing or um, situational testing uh, with the modules. Um, and then um, eventually when the team and particularly Julie, and the users feel as if it's reached a certain zenith or a certain level of um, fulfillment, um, uh, then we're kind of ready to start um, writing software. The same approach is probably painful in the current and traditional ways I hear projects get done, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's getting to be um, more and more painful. Um, the uh, current organiza- organizational technologies are are often siloed, particularly if you have multiple business <clears throat> units and divisions um, that even have their own individual IT groups. Uh, and um, they, are, they often have applications that exist as um, what are called monoliths or huge monoliths um, and that are cumbersome to communicate with. And you have to create a, something called an API, which we can probably talk about on a further uh, podcast. Um, to be able to communicate with them. And uh, in Julie's case, they need, um, they need really uh, pliable resources uh, during the process. And with a microservices information map, um, the team can quickly prototype those and test those uh, even before the final, you know, the final, uh, the final product is, uh, is closed in on. Now that's agility and flexibility. Of course. Yeah, well needed in today's world right. where the questions are becoming more uh, complicated and uh, the competition gets harder um, every day because you got to remember that um, other people are thinking the same way and perhaps um, uh, if they're sharp, they're implementing uh, this process. All right. It's been a great short journey, Tom, and lots to talk about. You have humanized a very abstract term 
and giving it a meaning and application. Thanks, uh, especially in, um, in team participation. Or perhaps another podcast, right? Part two? Absolutely. Look forward to describing more in depth on how to implement um, these resources from a, a software development perspective. How about that? Well, thank you once again, Tom, for simplifying microservices and its benefits to our listeners. I know I learned a ton from you, and we really do appreciate it. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and got value from it. If you enjoyed the episode, please share it with your friends and colleagues. And if you're feeling generous, head over to Apple and leave us a rating and review. We would greatly appreciate that. Stay tuned for more episodes to come. Until then... Have a good day.